Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to It Never Gets Old, a first-hand account of all things consignment, vintage, secondhand, resale, thrift, and sustainable, because the future of fashion is nothing new. I am your host, Meredith Feynman, also author of the new book, Brag Better, Master the Art of Fearless Self-Promotion, which you can buy anywhere you get books or listen to it. And I'm joined by my bestie in the Westie, Sarah Lane. How are you? You know, it's been a month of promoting this book, and I am a tired, but I'm very happy, and I really mastered that Zoom makeup for TV or speeches, and so I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. How are you doing, Sarah Lane? Well, I'm doing fine. I actually wanted to ask you, you know, promoting a book um, in an era where being in person with a lot of people isn't really the norm or isn't possible at all. Like, how do you do it? You know, what, what have you figured out is the right thing for you? Yeah, it definitely is hard and sucks. We have a whole backlog since I guess April of 2019, but also I did an episode on my book brag better specifically in that process, but we didn't do the meta part of publishing in a pandemic and my book got pushed and, you know, I wanted to be the pretty pony in my out, in my cute secondhand outfits, signing books, um, and I didn't get to do that stuff. However, I found some silver linings, which is that I don't have to leave my house. Uh, I can't leave my house. Please, you know, wear a mask, stay inside, be safe. Please wear a mask so we can all someday go outside because I'm seeing my friends in other countries, like being able to do stuff, which is I'm like, you can't do that. I'm like, oh, yeah, you can. Because, you know, you've done this properly. Anyway, one thing that's great about it is, so I got a ring light. So, you know, you aren't ugly. It's just lighting, I realized. Everything is lighting. Uh, I got heavier makeup at CVS because I was going to rely on Glam Squad to help with makeup. So now I'm very good at makeup and it's just CVS makeup. I'll post what I bought. And my brother, who's a TV producer, helped me find like a cute background in my apartment and set all that up. Um, And now it's a little bit more turnkey Uh, Definitely the first couple speeches that I gave or TV hits that I did or interviews felt a little weird, but now I'm kind of used to it. I say I think the hardest part is that you can't connect with people. I mean, you can, but like when I'm giving a talk, I pick a friend in the audience who I can tell is like really into it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to look at, you know, to you because you're already smiling and I know you're my ally in this or, you know, I can't see how people respond. So the other silver lining is that I can do 
a lot more in a day when it comes to press. I can do like multiple interviews, multiple talks, multiple TV appearances because I don't have to go anywhere. So that's how I've adjusted. That's awesome. Um, as some, it's funny you talk about makeup and the whole thing. As somebody who, you know, five days a week I am on camera doing a technology show, which doesn't require me to be like super glam, but I mean, I can't just roll out of bed and do it. And I've had a lot of people be like, oh, you know, love your natural look. And I'm like, <laughs> child, <laughs> do you know what it takes for me to look natural? I know. You'd be surprised. And sure, like I've gotten, you know, I've gotten good at like, I can do it in 10 minutes, you know, if pressed. But no, this is not effortless. And I think that that's what a lot of people are kind of realizing is how do you do this from home where you feel kind of like confident and good about yourself and, you know, how you look and what you're saying and all the rest. Yeah, I think that um, it's I I bought foundation for the first time in like a decade because everything was all like the dewy natural look and so I like wasn't wearing foundation but like on camera it looks so shiny and not good like on camera you need to wear extra makeup um way more than you would normally in person so that was sort of interesting trial and error and I can do it pretty quickly but it's a totally different thing to be seen and like I can't imagine doing on camera five five days a week so it's it was an adjustment period for sure and like I mean, luckily, I'm a very high-low person in the sense that, like, I'm a total label whore and love Celine things, but refuse to spend money on makeup, which we've gone over in some of our secondhand makeup and beauty, and and Sarah loves her Chanel foundation, right? Is that Chanel foundation? Oh, yeah. Matte all day, girl. I'm going with some Maybelline, uh, (laughs) CVS... Uh, dream matte mousse and I mix it with a tinted moisturizer and then I do kind of a contour with the wet and wild contour sticks which are great and then some brush that I got at CVS and then some Glossier stuff and some more stuff I got at CVS and that's what my face looks like it's great I mean we could talk about uh, you know because I do this you know religiously every single day of my life Besides the weekends, although sometimes the weekends as well, I know exactly what works at the bare minimum, but yet still introducing contour and blush. And, you know, and you got to do your eyes a certain way. You got to wing out. Yeah, Yeah. let's get into it. So that's why today we're talking about secondhand for the Zoom, which is such a 2020 topic, such a coronavirus topic, which is... To some degree, like obviously I care so I cared so much about the outfits for my book tour. And I was like, I got this unbelievable Celine dress and these incredible Jimmy Choo shoes, and I like was so stressed about all my outfits. I was like, oh my God. I like and there's a little bit of relief there, but also the only way you can really express yourself, and Sarah, you'll start with makeup, and we like kind of want to give you tips, but also like you can get secondhand all of these things, is like the only way to really express yourself and look chic on a zoom call or you know virtually is from like the chest up so that means we're going to go over tops and earrings and we have a whole secondhand beauty episode i just stated everything i've gotten from cvs and i can list it but sarah like give everyone some hot tips on makeup and then when you list your products maybe i'll I'll tell people what i've seen about those specific products secondhand yeah okay so when you're on a, a zoom call let's call it zoom but a camera call of any kind, you can kind of get away with a lot of things. That said, 
the Chanel matte makeup is the best makeup. It is the best. I've tried them all. Just trust me on this. If you're a kind of person like me who is sort of freckly and also like just like, I don't know, if you get a zit or whatever, it becomes like a an issue for you know months to come. You need some like heavy coverage. Chanel makeup is the best makeup. And I'm talking about foundation. Once you have foundation, you still need to have some under eye concealer. And the under eye concealer, uh, again, just some people have more, I don't know, under eye shadows than others. I have very few. I'm, I'm actually, I really don't have like big bags under my eyes. You're the but only I'll t- one, but okay. But I'll, but I'll tell you. Once you once you blend it in, you're like, oh my gosh, I look five years younger right now. And then kind of around the nose, like just just stuff, you know, you got to take care of your face. Then. So what kind of concealer do you use? CoverGirl. CoverGirl CVS all day. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You you don't have to. You don't. Yeah. You don't have to get fancy with that because it's it's really I mean, you want to use as as little as possible. Uh, Thick and kind of chalky. But it does help. And then you've got, you know, you got your under under cheek bone contour. Gotta do that. Doesn't matter where it is from. Just has to be a bronzy. And then you do your cheeks, which are, you know, something rosy. Fine. What kind of blush and do you use? My current uh, obsession is Urban Decay. And I forget the name of the blush, but it's like very pink, very just poppy. It makes me look alive even on the days where I look the least alive. Love Urban Decay stuff. In fact, their palettes are just the best, period. And then, then you got to go to the eyes. You want to wing out. If you want your eyes to look bigger, maybe you have big eyes already, fine, whatever, up to you. Wing out, what I mean is eyeliner, always go on the top, maybe go on the bottom, depends on your eye shape and uh, and color. The rest of it is a wall, and don't forget the eyebrows, got to do eyebrows. You have to shape your eyebrows. If you don't, it's fine, it just means you're kind of, you know, phoning in that day. Mascara, and we're good to go. And a little powder to just, just you know, put the icing on the top. Amazing. Okay, so we've talked about three brands here that I see a lot secondhand. So Sarah and I have both talked about CVS brands. I use a mixture of CVS brands and like the Maybelline matte. And then I think, I don't know if the bronzer I bought is like Wet n Wild. I use Wet n Wild contour sticks. I stan. I love them. And I watched like three YouTube videos on how to contour and I decided like one time I contoured for the first time like 10 minutes before a first date. And I was like, yeah, this is exactly this is a terrible idea, but this is exactly when I'm going to try this for the first time. It turned out fine. But (laughs) but we have we have secondhand skincare and like some secondhand makeup. But we talked about Chanel, Urban Decay, and then I use um, the rest of everything else is Glossier. So I kind of want to do an entire episode on secondhand Glossier, but let's talk about Glossier the secondhand market for Glossier is enormous. I have bought almost every Glossier product from them actually firsthand. It's one of the few things I buy firsthand because they like every Thanksgiving or Cyber Monday or whatever, they have 
20% off and I literally buy enough for the year. I buy like 10 of everything, but I have bought some of it secondhand. You know, you have to be careful. We've talked about, you know, disinfecting things and seeing how full they are and wanting people to be transparent about that. I just bought like a Glossier, some of their body lotion. I thought I was getting a deal on and it was only like a third of the way full, which was really annoying. But you can get that stuff secondhand. There's so much secondhand Glossier, I think, because it's so popular among millennials and Gen Z. And that's so much who of who is selling things secondhand. Chanel makeup resells for less than half of retail. So again, same things you got to check. How old is it? because some stuff expires. How used is it? What condition is it in? Does it come in a box? Sometimes, and I will do an episode on like the best people to buy from, you will find people who work in cosmetics who are selling things, which leads into urban decay. There's a tremendous amount of urban decay, particularly eye palettes. I mean, the one that I have, I literally think I got at Nordstrom Rack. Shout out Nordstrom Rack. I miss you. But there's a everyone is reselling Urban Decay. I think with those three brands, but particularly with Urban Decay, there are a lot of people who either are makeup artists and got them as promo or they are wholesalers. Sometimes there are people, especially in COVID, who run boutiques or you know, makeup stores or wholesalers that can't open their doors. So they're selling a lot of it online. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's a total thing. So the first part of the Zoom, I mean, you can wear no makeup. It's up to you. Like, it's your face. Do whatever you want with it. But those are all the places where you honestly can, you can get secondhand of all this stuff. Um, and then obviously you can get firsthand. But if you want to try some things, you know, you might want to, it's an easy way to play with it. Because obviously also you can't sample anything. There's a Sephora not that far from me. And I guess they kind of reopen. But like half the point of Sephora is that like you run in before an event and like try everything and put on all the makeup. Like, we are post COVID. There will be no free samples of anything because of just that. That doesn't. It's not sanitary. And they would, you know, do that with the things you're trying, but it's it's not going to work anymore. The thing about like an Urban Decay palette, for example, and there are many. And man, I love those palettes because it's sort of like you want purple, you want green, you want brown, you want black. You want silver, you want gold, anything on your eyes, all part of the palette. And most people are like, whoa, too much for me. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm, I, I'm not really being that adventurous. But if you have it, it's so nice because, you know, if you're feeling a little crazy one day, then then you've got it. And I think you're right, Mare. There's a lot of kind of makeup artist stuff that is now being floated around. For example... My two latest Urban Decay uh, palettes, which are both amazing, part of a white elephant sale <laughs> last Christmas, where it was like, where'd you get it? Mm, no one asks. It's fine. It just was sort of like in the mix. She happened to be a makeup artist. Of all the kind of like cheapy stuff that you could buy where it's like, all right, I want... I don't know, like a brown eyeshadow. And so I'll get this like four brown eyeshadow thing from Maybelline or CoverGirl or, you know, whatever. It's like, that's fine. But you can kind of level up a little bit and get something that's going to last you years, literally years. 
And it's just nicer stuff and it's nicer colors. And Urban Decay, so like obviously Chanel's expensive. Glossier is on the lower side. CVS is lower than that, but not that cheap necessarily. It, some of that stuff's expensive and then I get annoyed and whatever. It's it's fine. It works for all of my TV appearances and my speeches. But Urban Decay, especially secondhand, they're all these palettes that people haven't used or they used one time and they're not expensive at all. I, I It's funny because I was thinking about Urban Decay and I don't remember when I was tracking this because I obsessively look at different brands all the time, but there is just so much of it. Clearly, they also produce too many because I've seen so much Urban Decay. I mean, in pre, pre-COVID times in places like Nordstrom Rack or Saks Off Fifth. So get your secondhand makeup for the Zoom. There you go. Okay, so the next category I want to talk about So again, expressing yourself on the Zoom, you can't see much, but you can see your earrings. So I've been doing a lot of hoops, all different kinds of hoops, colors, shapes, patterns. I'll talk about two brands that I obsessively buy hoops in because they're good and they are hard to find secondhand, but now there are more, I would say. So the first is Allison Liu, who's a smaller designer, jewelry designer out of New York City. She kind of struck gold, I think it was last summer, when she introduced these incredibly lightweight lucite hoops, and they come in a million colors, and they're so light, Um, and I have searched high and low for so long to find them in varying colors, but they're really fun, and you can find them if you're looking hard enough, and if you have them, you should sell them because they sell really quickly. It's a small jewelry brand. It's like kind of a cult item, and people will buy them from you. I have bought a lot of pairs but I've also sold a lot of pairs and it is one thing that sells really quickly. As a hoop fan and also a person who has very sensitive ears you know like the wrong metal will send my ears into a tailspin within four hours of wearing them. The princess the princess allergy. Yeah exactly and I know a lot of people know how it feels like I literally, like, from, you you mentioned Nordstrom Rack. I bought so many hoops from Nordstrom Rack where I'm like, "Eh, I just need some, like, I don't know, silver hoops, like, for, like, tonight. And then the next morning, it's like, oh, my ears are, like, super infected, and now I have to deal with that for the next four days. Anything that is lightweight, so, you know, it's not bringing down your lobes, good quality so that it's not making you itch and or, you know, anything else horrible happening, that is awesome. And it doesn't have to cost a lot. Totally. So I'm obviously, you know, the more expensive taste label whore here, especially with the hoops moving on to Jennifer Fisher, who is a popular jewelry designer. Um, and she makes kind of bigger pieces, like nothing too dainty. And she struck gold with her hoops that she started getting on all of the right, you know, celebrities. She's someone who knew a lot of the celebrity stylists and that's how things get to celebrities for the most part. She created basically hollow gold and silver hoops in a million different thicknesses and widths and they're expensive. I have traversed the secondhand internet. I have like four pairs now, but you know, one was from eBay, one was from Poshmark, one was from the real real and one was from maybe even Mercari, like I literally traversed all the sites for them. If you have them, sell them. They will go in a second. People are looking for them. They're just hot, right? So hot right now. Um, so those are, that's my hoop report. That's what I'm doing with earrings. I don't really wear that many other dangly earrings. I have lots of like little studs and huggies and stuff, but 
big into the hoops for the Zoom. You know, you talk about looking nice for, you know, the Zoom friends. I wear a fairly big pair of over-the-ears Sony headphones. And because of that, what you know, when I'm doing stuff like this, and because of that, if I wear hoops, it kind of like crushes my ears. So I wonder, you know, how many folks have figured out the one ear type thing or or perhaps in-ear wireless headphones that that have worked for you because for me it's like I can't wear earrings when I do any of this because my entire yeah. ear is just crushed. Well also you're recording you're when you are doing on camera you're simultaneously recording the audio for both video and audio, right? Right. So whenever I record with you, I have to take my earrings off. Um, But when I'm doing something, quote unquote, on camera for TV or for speaking with the Zoom, I'm actually not using headphones at all because I'm close to the computer and... Sure, uh, sure, of course. But but yes, with headphones, you have to figure out what you're going to do when it comes to the earrings because it can be uncomfortable. Yeah, um, that, that that may be a plight of the producer. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, everyone's like, what? Why do you have to wear these huge headphones? Like, I have to, yeah. to, to listen to stuff. But, you know, my earrings come secondary. But it does, it has turned into something where I'm like... I have all my hoops upstairs and I'm never wearing them. Not on the shows anyway. Yeah. Now I'm, you know, that's one of the only ways to express yourself. So I'm wearing a lot of different earrings, I guess. <laughs> and sometimes I'm wearing two pairs of hoops. I have like, I mean, my parents are like, you put more holes in your ears. I have like four on one, four, five holes on one side and two on the other, but I need to get some more because I always want to wear all my jewelry at once. But sometimes I'll be wearing two pairs of hoops. So that's, that's how I am, you know, that's something I have bought in quarantine is like secondhand earrings because again, that's one of the only ways to, to express yourself. Yeah. Little bling. Little Little bling bling on the side. Yeah. It's funny. I bought the collared, collared shirts. Like I like a cute top and sometimes they have a collar because the designers I gravitate towards incorporate, I would say more menswear and they don't look good. Um, so I've just started by obsessively buying more. I mean, I was obsessively buying them for a very, very long time. It's just like more vintage t-shirts, which like nobody on the zoom can see, but I know that I'm wearing a new one. Oh, I hear that sister. I mean, anything there have been there. There's actually, oh man, I wish I remembered the name of the brand. It was, it's like some, I don't know, yoga brand. And there were a couple of shirts that somebody was selling on Poshmark recently that were just like really cheap and cute and whatever. You know, I bought them. They're not fancy. Like it's literally like a stretchy striped shirt, you know, like or a tank top or whatever. But yet when I wear it for the first time, when I'm talking in, you know, a situation kind of like this, I feel good because I'm like, it's new to me. Yeah, you're debuting a new top. That's I right. Like, yeah, I just, I just, you know, you, you like have like weird confidence because of like this silly shirt that you're wearing. Oh, 100%. I mean, one reason why I buy and sell obsessively is because I have a novelty problem where I'm like, no, but I have to wear something new. Like, and I, for, <laughs> I hosted this, this day long virtual conference last week. Well, when you're hearing this, a couple weeks ago called Brag Better Day. And I treated it like I was hosting an award show. So there were like <laughs> seven webinars. I think I wore like seven different tops. 
and like just kept changing my top i was like oh we're back and i'm doing a costume change um but i was wearing pajamas on the bottom or i was wearing like you know swishy pants right. on the bottom totally I nobody mean, can tell i'm wearing some yoga pants right now nobody knows but yeah no there is something to that and it's easy to kind of laugh and be like what does it matter it kind of does matter maybe not for everybody but it does matter, especially when you're putting your best foot forward and there is something about like the earrings or the top or, you know, the makeup that you have or the way that you did your hair that really does kind of help your own like confidence and and the way that you project yourself to other people. Totally. I've I figured out that for my hair, I'm just wearing my hair back parted down the middle, which is great because it doesn't matter if it's dirty or clean and I don't have to do it, quote unquote. Um, so I just have abandoned wearing my hair down at all. And I'm just keeping that consistent because it's actually so easy. And I never want to do my hair. I mean, I'm never going outside again. So I don't know when I would do my hair again. I've seen people like get cute hair clips. Some people on calls like... I haven't worn any blazers or jackets really. Sometimes I'll like wear them to just do work, which sounds crazy, except I'm like, I have all this nice stuff. Like I may as well wear it. Like I'm dressing up to go to the living room. Right. Um, yeah. Going to be, work. Being can see it. Yeah. You want to feel like you're going to work. But with tops, I would say it's, they tend to look better if they're not collared, but you know, whatever you want, short sleeve is working better than long sleeve for me right now. It's funny because what looked so casual with some of my vintage t-shirts with like a nice earring and some makeup on and you can't, nobody can see really what's happening. You know, it's just sort of barely the chest up. Um, (laughs) You can't, you can't see anything. It's funny. I, uh, we've mentioned because we're in the summer, you know, in DC where Mara is and in California where I am, it's, it's hot. And I went through a particularly big heat wave over the last couple of weeks. Yesterday, because I I wake up every morning and I ask Alexa, you know, to tell me what the weather is going to be for the next seven days, you know, just because I love to know these things. And, you know, for the first time, instead of saying, and today will be a high of 95, she was like, today will be a high of 78. And I was like, oh, fuck. You know, and like literally like put on a sweatshirt and wore it all day and was just like, I did it, Internet. I did it. Nobody cared because, again, I'm working from home uh, <laughs> and all the people who were who were doing uh, uh, re- remote calls with me also didn't care. But like it was the best. I felt like I was getting away with like some winter wear in the summer. Yeah. And you got to just like do what feels good and makes you feel good. And if there's something you like to wear that you would wear to a big meeting, then you just wear it on the Zoom call. Like it, it's the same principle. It's the same premise. And there are so many hard things happening right now that you got to just kind of like find the small joys where you can. You know, I haven't worn as many necklaces. I'm curious, you know, for listeners, like how you're innovating in, in the Zoom, whether it's like secondhand or things in your closet or what you're actually buying. I feel like in quarantine, I've only bought makeup, tops and earrings, which makes sense because there have been all these reports about how like tops are on the rise and selling, but bottoms are not selling like just in general, like that there's a problem with like, if you are someone who makes pants or skirts or shoes, they're, they're, they're not selling, which then you can use to your advantage, uh, which I, I talked about a little bit, but you know, shoes are at an all time low. 
secondhand shoes and I'm even thinking about selling some of my greatest ones. I'm like, why am I going outside again? I mean, we are, we have to think that, you know, we are, we are, we are, we are wear a mask. But also if you've been eyeing some fancy pantaloons, like someone will sell them to you for less than ever because nobody's wearing pants. Totally. So true. I mean, you, you've been saying this for months now, honestly, Uh, you know, based on the trend of clothes and the show and everything. And you're right. I mean, I, not that I want to like admit to not wearing pants, you know, during my work day, but no one would know if I didn't, nobody. So why would I buy new pants that no one will see? You know, you know, it's, it's just like, it's not that I don't like them. It's just that nobody can see them. What does it matter? And fancy, so if they're fancy sweatpants, which I adore, those are holding steady because everyone wants fancy sweatpants because that's what you are wearing on the bottom. I guess I've bought some fancy sweatpants in quarantine, but I don't think I've bought a pair of pants since all this started also because it's just like not what I calculated my outfit. I mean, I have, I'll wear jeans and a t-shirt, but again, nobody can see them and I'm not really going anywhere and same with shoes. But I've got I've bought some shoes in quarantine at astronomically low prices because nobody's putting them on. So if you are selling stuff, you know, I would maybe hold some of the pants and the shoes unless you really want the stuff out of your closet and you're willing to take not a lot of money for them. Um, What I've been seeing in selling shoes is I'm getting less money than I ever have for them, depending on the pants. I mean, again, I I don't think I've I've sold some pants. They're selling for nothing. But pants don't hold that much value in general. But specifically, like very fancy, nice shoes. I've sold a lot of them. They're, They're going for nothing. So... At least use that to your advantage and look fly for the Zoom and tell us like what your what earrings you're wearing, what makeup you're wearing. Are you buying secondhand makeup? Are you selling secondhand makeup? I know that makeup has gone down overall in terms of what people are using because we're not going outside as much. So maybe we can get deals there, too. All of this can be used to your advantage. You can find us online at ingopodcast.com. There you will learn more about me, your host, Meredith Feynman, and my bestie in the YC producer, Sarah Lane. You can email us at hello at ingopodcast. Please consider rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts, particularly on Apple Podcasts. Those matter. Uh, slide into the DMs at ingopodcast on Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you out there or in there. Wear a mask and Black Lives Matter. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.